When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1374. How to use empathy even when you don't think you can. By Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. My name is Greg Audino. I'm your host and narrator. Happy to be here with you yet again. Now, just like yesterday, I've got a post for you today that's all about parenting. But like many of our parenting posts, I think this one will help a lot of us, as the subject of it, showing empathy, is something we have the chance to do constantly in our lives, parents or not. So, without further ado, let's hear this post from Adina Sokloff and optimize your life. How to Use Empathy Even When You Don't Think You Can by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com Empathy is one of the best techniques that you can use when communicating with your children. In my classes, I encourage parents and caretakers to learn how to deliver empathy to their children. Parents who are more empathetic and manage their children's feelings effectively will have better relationships with their children. Children of empathetic parents are better able to manage their own difficult emotions, can soothe themselves and get angry less often. They're also more relaxed. These children excel academically, have good social skills, and are liked by their peers. Overall, they have fewer behavioral problems. They will also exhibit more emotional intelligence than their contemporaries. So, what holds parents back? There are many explanations for why parents are not using empathy with their kids. The most common reasons are the following. Number 1. Empathy is not natural. Many parents do not know how to speak empathetically to kids. They might not have heard it in their own home growing up, and it might sound insincere, fake, and corny. However, many communication experts feel that with practice, parents can get the hang of it pretty quickly. Children may look at their parents in a funny way when they hear them use empathy, but they will learn to appreciate it better than any other tactic parents may use. Number 2. Empathy sounds too permissive. Some parents feel that they can empathize with their child if they're scared, disappointed, or hurt. They have a difficult time when their child protests the limits and rules they've set. They also have a hard time when the child is complaining about them or even their teachers. Parents feel that they should admonish their child to be more compliant and respectful instead of empathizing with them. Parents can rest easy. When parents listen and empathize, it does not mean that they are condoning negative behavior. There are ways to deliver empathy so that you can direct your child to better behavior. One way to do that is to empathize with your child and then affirm your belief that your child will do the right thing. Child, your rules are so stupid. Every one of my friends is allowed to watch that TV show. Why do you always have to be so strict? 
Adult. Empathizing. You sound really angry right now. Child. Of course I'm mad. If you had to listen to all your stupid rules right now, then you'd be mad too. Adult. Empathizing and affirming their belief that they will do the right thing. I know you're really upset and that you're frustrated with the rules in our house. I also know that you can talk about it using a respectful tone. Another example of this technique is... Child. Miss M is so annoying and mean. Adult. Empathizing. It sounds like you're having a rough time with your teacher. Child. Yeah, she's the worst. I'm not learning anything. Adult. Empathizing. That can get frustrating. Child. I know! Adult. Empathizing and affirming their belief that they will do the right thing. Well, I know you're having a hard time with your teacher, but I also know that somehow you will learn to manage this tough situation with a respectful attitude. Number three. Empathy does not let you express your opinion or give advice. Sometimes children, and more so teens, will act in a way that conflicts with their parents' principles. They may also adopt a moral position that is difficult for their parents to bear. In these cases, it's difficult for a parent to not judge their child. Instead of being understanding and delivering empathy, they'll try to change their child's mind or try to guide them to make better decisions. It's important to remember that empathy does not mean that you agree with what your child is telling you. There are gentle ways after you have delivered empathy to let children know your opinion. Parents can empathize and disagree in a non-confrontational way. Teen, I'm going to come late to Grandma's house on Thanksgiving. My friends and I are getting together for a little while. I'll walk over there when I'm done. Adult, empathizing. I know it's important for you to get together with your friends. It sounds like you made some exciting plans. Adult, disagree in a non-confrontational way. I'm concerned with your plans and how this will affect Grandma's feelings and our day together with our family. In the end, it's your decision, but I'm not comfortable with your plans. Another example. Child. Everybody should be a vegetarian. All my friends are. It's much healthier and it's better for the environment. Our whole family needs to stop eating meat. Adult. Empathizing. You feel very strongly about your diet. You sound excited about being healthier and helping the environment. I'm glad you told me your opinion and strong feelings about being a vegetarian. Your arguments are sound. Adhering to this lifestyle is better for people and for the earth. Adult. Disagree in a non-confrontational way. I'm not sure if I totally agree or would be willing to make that change. I need to really think this over. I'm glad that you shared some of your values and your friends' values with me. It's important for adults to know what's important to kids. The skill of empathy can be used in so many different ways. It's an excellent way to help us avoid conflict and to promote a strong and loving relationship with our children. You just listened to the post titled, How to Use Empathy Even When You Don't Think You Can, by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. And a great article from Adina yet again. Her site is such a treasure trove for parents. Now, a big part of showing empathy towards anyone, not just children, is to remove our egos from the situation. So if you do have a hard time showing empathy, maybe like in one of those situations Adina mentioned, uh, you know, like when kids are blatantly disrespecting rules, Try thinking about what a response would look like without your ego. If your ego was absent from the conversation, maybe you wouldn't rely on feeling right or being in power. Instead, your focus would be on what's best for your child and the bond that you have with them. How can they be heard and respected and understood? 
How can your words either help your partnership with them or harm it? Certainly, this can be difficult if we do feel it's a time in which they would learn from authority, uh, if they're doing something that is simply too outrageous, or if we maybe haven't been caring for ourselves lately and are just in need of silence and calm. But these exceptions, while valid, are still rarer than you think. Oftentimes, it takes just a small pivot to break from the cycle of showing no empathy. So in order to make that pivot, spend some time checking in with yourself about the feelings coming up for you when you're tempted to not show empathy, how that frustration maybe encourages you to act out, and the fact that your child is likely in the same boat, just with a different set of circumstances. Okay, now that will bring us to the end, everybody. Thanks a lot for staying until the end, and thank you for sharing this post with anyone who you feel would enjoy it. Have a nice Friday, and I will see you back here tomorrow for our weekly Q&A. That's where your optimal life awaits.